0: Hey guys, welcome to Cut the Karma. I'm Jess. And I'm Julie. And we are two entrepreneurial sisters and mothers who are into spirituality. We're trying to do better and be better in our everyday lives, and we're sharing our journeys to inspire you to do the same. Hi guys. Hey. So today we're talking about the third law of Dharma, which is devotion. And specifically, we're talking about self-control and self-restraint when it comes to devotion. The difference between the two is self-control is being dedicated to yourself. You're in control of your thoughts and your actions. Self- and your habits. And your habits, yeah. Which ultimately make habits, right? Well, yeah, thoughts that's and actions. true. Um, self-restraint is... I found this good definition from Dharma Wisdom. It's a movement to free yourself from the endless cycles of wanting one thing after another and the fear and anxiety that accompany the wanting. Mm-hmm. That's really great. Suck that in for a minute there. <laughs>
1: so the self-control, you know, this is all about really like how are you dedicated to yourself every single day. What habits do you create for yourself that bring you towards your dharma and create purpose and happiness in your life? And maybe even in your family's lives or your friends' lives or how are you serving people? Because when we're
0: happy, then we get to serve others. Well, and that's the ripple effect. It starts with us. And that's why we do this in our work. And that's why we work on ourselves to bring happiness and peace to us to emulate, is that a word, Out. To our family to our friends to our clients to our co-workers it's Mm -hmm. the whole ripple effect yeah
1: absolutely and so it made me think like you know if i could break down my day into chunks what do i do what do i do that brings me closer to my dharma
0: oh that's a good idea breaking it down in threes throughout yeah. your day, morning, afternoon, and night.
1: Yeah, because I think, you know, one thing that we talked about was your, your <laughs> eyes, her eyes
0: just fluttered like that's homework well, to do. Well, that just made me think like, I do nothing in the afternoon. <laughs> like That's the worst time of day for me. Oh, um, I, I, I could offer something.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think that you would like it actually. Okay. Well, so I'll break my, down my three. Yeah, and then I'll do mine. So in I'm the, excited. This. <laughs> yeah, so in the morning, almost like as soon as I spring up out of bed, I run to that juicer <laughs> because I feel as though that it makes me feel really, really good to be able to nourish my body and my family's bodies as soon as we wake up, and it's serving myself and them and. You know, there's a part of me that also feels like, you know, if we don't get fruits and vegetables in the rest of the day, then that's okay because we got it in already, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're ahead of the game. But it's also on a spiritual level, it's super grounding. My guides always say that it brings sunlight into your body which also helps, you know, with your mind, your body, and your spirit. It raises your vibration. It brings light into your body. And I could go on forever about like what they say of why this is so good for you. But that's something that we do in the morning. And we just absolutely love it. And my husband, it takes a good 10 minutes to juice, but Mike loves it. Wesley loves it. I'm giving some to Zoe here and there. Aww. She loves it. And they respect that time that it takes so we figured out a schedule around it and because it's serving all of us
0: oh a little side note you can make uh, popsicles out of fresh juice (gasps) for the summertime oh i love that that. so would wesley
1: oh thanks yeah that's a great idea i'm gonna do that awesome um and then in the afternoon when i put them down to sleep um they both go to nap around like one, 130, Um, a lot of times I feel as though that I need to break up the energy before I start work. Um, or cause I work when they nap or I'll put in some work in, but before I go to see my clients, I need to break up the energy. So I've been doing 10 minute yoga boho, beautiful, um, little clips. And it serves my mind, body, and spirit like no other. Really? It resets me. It puts me, and it's 10 minutes in the YouTube? middle of the day. I love it. On YouTube, boho, beautiful 10-minute workouts. And they're all yoga or Pilates structured. Wow. And it is life-giving to me. And, I, and it is breaking up the energy in my body to, to release anything that I was holding onto from the morning. And then I can pull in new.
0: That's a good idea. That's what I have to do in my afternoon.
1: It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really is such like a refresh. And then when I go to, before I go to bed, Mike and I have been really trying for 10 to 15 minutes to read, which it's so hard to at like 10, 1030 at night when we're tired. Oh, yeah, that's late. But that's like the only time that we get to ourselves mm-hmm. really. Um, and we do that or we will play the skin deep game, oh, yeah. you know, together. Um, or we will again, do like a yoga before bedtime stretch and, or we'll journal something like that. Mm -hmm. We'll do something with
0: crystals,
1: you know, and it just helps.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, like you initially said, you know, break your day down morning, afternoon and night. And right away, I know my morning and night, but the afternoon is the craziest time of day for me. And. You're right. I should take ten minutes and just help myself (laughs) through that because I can be going nuts in the afternoon. Like I'm just, I'm just going right. Um, Very rushed a lot of days in the afternoon. But so mornings for me, which I've started a few months ago, is meditation. Just bringing in fifteen minutes of devotion to meditation every morning for myself. I'm taking that time to devote to myself before my kids get up. Um, if the house is quiet, it's still dark. I sit on the couch under my comfy afghan with some crystals in my hands and set my alarm or my timer for 15 minutes. And that has really changed my life. It's changed the tra- trajectory of my days and my emotions throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I'm just able to carry more peace and calm with me throughout the day. I don't get anxious as fast. I don't get nervous or worried or, you know, overwhelmed as much. And when I don't do it, I really feel a difference in it. When you meditate, do you is it blank? Do you get messages? Is it your thoughts? I and I That's what I've been working on too. Some days I just can't stop my thoughts. Mm -hmm. I just can't. And I'm I'm trying to, you know, kind of look and feel past those thoughts. But sometimes they're just like all consuming. Other times I might go into meditation with a question and I might get an answer or I might get like creative downloads, you know, but I'm still kind of working on that discipline part of it. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that I'm taking... 15 minutes of silence and stillness for me every morning is huge right that's huge and so i was actually very resistant to meditating for a really long time julie told me many many times and during my energetic upgrades and And, you know, she says that my guides, you know, want me to meditate and this and that. And I just felt resistance to it. I'm like, when am I going to have time to do that? I don't you know, that's just not it's not feasible in my life right now. Where am I going to do it? Like my my house is always noisy, but I figured it out finally. And I'm glad that I did because it really is a game changer. That's so cool. Yeah. So that's my morning. Like I said, afternoon, I'm just running around like a chicken without a head. And sometimes, like, I forget to breathe some afternoons because I'm that busy. But I am definitely going to try and do that 10 minutes because I need – even though I'm moving throughout the day, I need more, like, focused, intentional movement. Devotion to you. Devotional movement. Yes. Yeah.
1: Devotional movement. Devotional movement. movement. You know what's interesting? I remember – My dad, he was in construction and every single day, even though he was so tired, he would come home and go to the gym or go to the basement to work out. Mm -hmm. And I always said, dad, why are you doing that when you're tired or when you are moving all day? And he says, because that wasn't for me and also my body's used to that type of movement. So Yay. I'm going to break it up and do something different and also
0: give this to myself. You know what? I do have to say that our parents are amazing role models when it comes to devotion. Yes, they are. Dad, just like you said with the working out. Our dad like never missed a day of and anything. St- though. Of anything. He's very like structural. Structural and routined, but devoted to himself and the people he loves. Mm -hmm. And that has always been something that I've always admired about him and looked up to him with because especially even taking care of his body. Right. Like eating eating healthy, but also allowing himself to have treats like his chocolate ice cream or whatever, but still eating balanced diet and Working out. My dad. Our dad's what? Seventy-one? Is he going to be seventy-one in April? That, yes. Uh, oh. <laughs> he's over seventy. Yeah, he's over seventy. That's all that matters. But dad's in such great shape. He looks like he's like fifty-five. He does. He looks like he's fifty-five, and it's because he's devoted himself to taking care of himself. Yeah. And his body all of these years, and he is super healthy. Yes. Never he is. had an issue. No. Ever. And my
1: mom's right there with them. She is. But he's on another level.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, So talk about self-control and Mm self-restraint. Like my dad's definitely the man when it comes to that. But anyway, so back to me with my devotion practices. And then so then at nighttime, um, I have really gotten into reading before bed as well. I've never been a reader, but I'm. I'm starting to actually enjoy it and I'll go go into bed maybe like at 930 at night and read for a half an hour, not every night, but a few nights a week or I'll do um, like my gratitude journal and it's amazing. Yeah. So I, I just, I really think it is super important to carve that time of devotion for yourself throughout the day. And listen, if you can't do it three times a day, like we get that. I think it takes a long time to build yourself up to three times a day. (laughs) Well, yes and no. At the same time, like
1: when I was a new mom with Zoe and I just was going through a lot of physical things and I had Wesley and I was by myself and they weren't napping at the same time. And you know what? i took 30 seconds and did neck rolls because my body really really needed it right so what are even tiny little things that you can devote to yourself throughout the day when you know that you need it to bring yourself happiness and to serve you and then it serves other people
0: it's not all or nothing that's true it's not right and remember i i always remember this thing that you always say about how especially women, what is it? Like women, we think that if you don't have 15 minutes to do something, then you're not going to do it at all. Instead of saying, hey, but I have five minutes. Like we're like an all or nothing mentality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's something that I always saw when I had the gym. It was like if someone was trying to get to the gym by 5.30, but they were stuck in traffic and they knew that they weren't going to get there until 5.42, and they only had till six p.m. to work out. They would be like, "Screw it," and they go home. And it's like, you know what? You can get a hell of a workout in in eighteen minutes. Yeah, you really can. You do sprints for thirty seconds, walk thirty seconds for ten minutes, then do an eight-minute, you know, <laughs> weight athlete, routine whatever. and and kill it.
0: Yeah. Like
1: you can you can go balls to the wall for eighteen minutes.
0: You know, it's how intentional you are with that time and making that choice. To devote even the little bit of time you have left to yourself and your well-being
1: right so we can always find it there's always gray in there it's not black or white, but yeah the other thing that I'm really excited to talk about is self-restraint and you know Jess and I we talked about this beforehand and she came through with a really great um analogy in everyday life that comes to like your household and food and everything. Mm -hmm. And, and then I came in with a completely different thought. So they're on different ends of the spectrum, but I love for you to share yours.
0: Yeah. So like with the self-restraint thing, like, like holding yours, it's kind of not getting ahead of yourself, right? Like not wanting more and more because we're, that's the type of society we are. We want more and we want more and we're not happy and, and we're not satisfied and just striving for more. And I, and the thought just came to me where, you know, I know for me and for our, Julie and I, the way we grew up, like our mom went grocery shopping every weekend, every Saturday morning, same time, same day, every single week. And I've carried that on as an adult. And you know what, and sometimes it's like I'm going grocery shopping when I don't even really need to go grocery shopping, but it's like you just want, because you're kind of like on that repetitive cycle and that's just ingrained in you, but also you want more, like you start seeing things leaving your fridge, you start seeing things leaving your cabinets and you just want to replace them right away. Instead of letting the stuff and being okay with this stuff, leaving your fridge and cabinets, looking at what you have left and saying, what can I create with what I have left? And I've been doing that with our kitchen lately is just letting everything, everything go. Okay. We used up the milk. All right. Well, we don't have to have milk for tomorrow. What can we do or drink or eat or make without milk? And it's, adding another like week onto my grocery shopping and you're getting creative and you're not
1: getting fear or anxiety. Like you don't have enough. Right. And that's the looking through the eyes of Dharma is self-restraint without anxiety or fear.
0: Right. Because it's like, I know that I, I do have the ability to grow to the grocery store when I want, but I'm choosing not to because I don't need to. I don't need all of that. I don't need all that food right away. You know, let's use up some of the food that's been sitting in the cabinet for months and months and that's going to expire soon. Let's, yes, get creative. Let's show my kids that, you know, we have everything we need right here. Mm. And that's kind of hard for them to see. They'll be like, oh my God. We have no food are we going poor and I'm like no <laughs> like, like that's their fears coming up Yeah, you know and I'm like guys we have so much food now we don't we, we don't have anything to eat I'm like look what you can make with this look what you can do with this it's teaching them how to be like resourceful and innovative and creative and thankful for for what they do have that's amazing
1: yeah that's so cool so
0: it's, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I went completely to the other end with this where my thoughts were uh, whenever I give energetic upgrades, which are psychic and mediumship readings, people at the end, one of the most asked questions I get is, oh my God, when can I get this again? And it's like, well, I usually say in four to six months because what, or depending on the person, sometimes it's two to three or, you know, but it's not every week or anything like that. And because In these types of readings, you get so much information to help you get to your goals or to help you heal. And you have to take that information and you have to take those action steps and become devoted to yourself and put them into your life. Mm -hmm. And once you start to do that, you really will reach your goals. And when you reach your goals, sit in that. So many people will reach a goal. They won't sit there to like bask in that joy and gratitude of like how hard you worked for it or how hard, not even how hard, but like just the accomplishment, the accomplishment, and being really proud of yourself. Everyone's just like tick. Okay. What can I do next? Mm
0: -hmm. And it's
1: just, why are you chasing one thing after the other before you even celebrate? It's just. You know, or they're already saying like, okay, this was amazing, but when can I have it again? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, well, there's so much to work with right now or that goal that you wanted in your business or the goal that you wanted for your family, when you achieve it, sit in it and be with it and love it. Because if you don't give it time to integrate into your body and embody it, like the molecules aren't even going to settle in And your life is going to be drastically different if you move on to the next goal super quickly. Like, who knows what will unfold within yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So practice self-restraint of always wanting the next thing because, you know, there's bountiness around you everywhere.
0: Yeah, and I I feel like, too, is when we are rushing ourselves, we're rushing ourselves through life, and then we— Forget things that we've done and things yeah. that we've accomplished. I know that happens to me a lot. Granted, I do have a horrible memory, but I feel like when I rush through things and when I'm like, tick, tick, just ticking the boxes off and this and that, you're like, wait, I did do that before or I did, you know, accomplish that goal or I did take that class or whatever. And you you end up forgetting. Right. That's why the year in review, I think, is so important.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, but I I just think that as a society, we need to slow down and practice some self-restraint to really look around to see what is here, mm-hmm. you know, and what have I done already. And that is really... Such a beautiful thing you can do for yourself. So that is part of devotion as well, is being devoted to what is already present and what you already created and manifested for you. Mm -hmm. Because when you are present with the manifestations that you brought in and you're actively accepting them every day, that is a slip inside for more manifestations to come to you.
0: Yeah, acknowledging it and thanking the universe and God thanking and your yourself guides and thanking yourself for for doing it. Yeah, man. I mean, we're all doing it. Yep. You Whether know? you know it or not. Yeah, we're all getting through this thing called life. And that also,
1: you know, So many people will get anxiety or fear if their want list is too long because that also shows them what they don't have Mm -hmm. or what they think that they don't have. Mm -hmm. And then that's like, oh, man, am I
0: then that person because I don't have all that? It's like, no. Well, and at the same time, you know, you don't need it. There's so much that we don't need to be happy. Right. You know, but we make these lists and these, you know, of materialistic things or houses or cars or whatever it is. And we don't need that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it just I feel like it at the same time just causes more, yeah, anxiety and frustration and and fear. Yeah, fear
1: yeah i really really love this one i'm personally going to sit with this um the devotion and i feel like i'm going to journal a lot on it because there's so much more to unearth and i really appreciate this one yeah i really like this one too Mm -hmm. it's just guys this stuff is like making us think yes we and i hope maybe you'll take some homework and chop your day into three into threes no into thirds. Yeah, into thirds.
0: Yeah, okay. Morning, afternoon, night. <laughs> right. And let us know in the comments, like after we post this episode um, at Cut the Karma, let us know what you guys are doing, If you've yeah. if what you're doing already, what you're planning on integrating into your day for a devotion time to yourself. We can all help out each other. Totally. Have a good day, guys. Bye.